Hi, I'm Sarah Noble, your host for the Modern Day Intuitive Podcast. For over 25 years, I've been on a spiritual journey, searching, learning, expanding, and growing. I've traveled the world, led by my heart, on a quest to know myself so that I can support others. This podcast was created from my deep desire to help you connect with your intuition and to inspire you to create a life where the impossible becomes possible and you live into your sacred dreams and desires. Thanks for being here and enjoy the show. Hello, my loves. Welcome back to the show. So good to have you here. Thank you for being on this journey, for really diving into your intuition and your spiritual path. It is a joy to walk it with you. Today for our reading, Anne is here with us, and she has been through a series of spiritual initiations over the last couple years, and is really ready to bring her gifts to the world, yet she is wondering if it's the right time. So this reading and conversation takes us on a journey where we look at our hiding strategies and how they keep you from moving forward on your path. We talk about our dear friends, overwhelm and control. We look at collective wounds that surface when we're walking the path of helping others. We explore the identities that we often create to compensate for and navigate through our wounding. We talk about how spirit won't change. We are the ones that have to. And that you are way more connected to the unseen world than you currently think. (laughs) And... A favorite of mine, (laughs) learning to love your spiritual initiations. Walking through the fire is the medicine. It is the thing that is going to get you where you want to go. So the more we can learn to love this place, the more richness we can pull from it, the more information, the more of ourselves actually, right? That we can pull out of the fire. So enjoy my reading with Anne. I love you. Hi, Anne. Welcome to the podcast. How can I help you today? Hi, Sarah. Thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it. I have gone through a very long period of initiations. One of them was a shamanic initiation back in 2021 to 2022. And in and around that, just a lot of things have been happening. Very good things, but very intense (laughs) And basically, I have, I think in the last 15 months, especially, I've been encouraged to go inward and be very self-absorbed and self-obsessed and watch every thought as I'm preparing to launch my shamanic practitioner business. And I don't even have any ideas about where that's going right now. I'm really just trying to stay in flow and let spirit lead. That said, I have no precedence through doing anything through my new lens of the initiate. (laughs) So now I'm back to a little bit of fear of overthinking, fear of overcommitting, fear of overwhelm. And my butterfly wings are drying. And I'm just kind of hoping to understand a little bit more about how I can stay in flow when I'm nervous and fearful about what I'm doing now, (laughs) if that makes sense. Yeah, thank you. And congratulations. (laughs) That's a big journey and a beautiful one. And I love that image that you bring of the butterfly wings and how they're drying. You're fresh out of the cocoon and the goo and standing here right on the edge. And 
as I feel into what you're saying and listen to your words, you keep taking me to your heart. And there's panic in your heart is what I essentially feel. And it moves up into my throat. So what do you know about this panic in your heart and that's affecting your voice and what you're here to share with the world? So I do know that I stifle a lot or I have stifled a lot, which kind of got me to where I needed all these initiatory things. I don't know where it's from necessarily. I do feel a lot of it is ancestral or I feel like it is not necessarily mine, if that makes sense. Yeah, definitely. We both work in this world where we know that things get handed down to us, that everything we're here in this life to process is not always related to direct experience that we have in this lifetime. So as I track that, there's a couple images that come up for you. And one is of a kid on a sled, sort of out of control, going a little too fast. You're hanging on to the sled. And then the other image that comes with it is these big claws, like a bear trap, and it's clasping around your heart and trapping your heart and squeezing it too, right? So I see your heart is being pierced by the bear claw. So what do you know about either of those images? That's what my heart feels like when I get panicky. I have a big fear of overwhelm because I allowed a lot of overwhelm in my life and I had a lot of overwhelm to begin with. And so, yeah, that's exactly what it does feel like. I do have a connection with animals too that um, I don't know whether it's my own things that are coming in or whether I'm picking up on other animals, but like a lot of times animals in distress and that I'm not able to help them. So that kind of is another like offshoot of that. The kid on the sled with no control and just hanging on is definitely I've exchanged a no control aspect to now a surrendering of control aspect. But I still feel out of control as I'm shaking off the vestiges of my need to control. Thank you. So a couple words here, right? The overwhelm and the control. And so I'm going to follow that thread of the overwhelm first for you. And one of the things I understand about overwhelm is that overwhelm is not actually the thing that is happening. It's the emotion. It's the coping mechanism that we bring in to cover up what is really happening. So overwhelm is very familiar. It's kind of like a very uncomfortable warm blanket that we wrap ourselves in and we can just play in this place of, oh, I'm overwhelmed and everything's too much. And we can really be in a pattern and a story without having to look at what's really happening underneath. When I share that with you, how does that land related to your journey with overwhelm? I definitely see where it's a story. And that's one of the things that I've been really working on lately is the stories that I need to embody now moving forward. And yeah, I've basically crafted my life to where I have little to no overwhelm. And I do kind of wonder if maybe I'm overthinking even that. (laughs) 
you know, I don't have anything to be overwhelmed about. So I'm going to be overwhelmed about overwhelm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, our beautiful mind, right? <laughs> the tricks and antics it will go to to keep us safe. Mm-hmm. So control, right? There's this letting go, the surrendering that is happening in your life. What drove your control when you were actively engaged with it? Both my parents came from households that they didn't have a whole lot of control and were sometimes very scary situations to be in. And so they over-controlled. Just everything was kind of done in the, well, we need to make sure that we know exactly what's going to happen and exactly what's going to go on and everybody needs to be prepared. And so it was easy to get it stuck in ruminating and kicking myself when things did not go as planned as they often don't. So I think that's kind of where it started. And then of course, society just kind of turn that into, and then you got to have a job and then you got to have kids and you've got to do all these things with the kids and still maintain a job. Just the whole societal expectation. Yeah. And we're in this process of dismantling those stories, those narratives that say we have to do these and we're, you're on this path of following your heart. So let me see, where would you like to go from here related to We've looked at a couple of these things that have been playing around in your life that I hear you that you've worked through them a lot, and yet you're on the precipice of this new adventure, this new stepping forward, jumping off the cliff, seeing how high you can fly, and yet I get the sense that they're still here with you, right? The image is you jumping off the cliff. You have your wings, you're flapping to get up, and yet they're clinging, like one is clinging on each foot. Like, no, 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 don't go yet. (laughs) Yeah, that's kind of how I feel. And I'm not sure if if that's still vestiges of me needing to not just lay it all out there yet. Or because so much of it has been, I've been guided, no, just stay back, stay back, stay back. And so, yeah, I guess I'm just not comfortable enough with my flow state yet to know whether it's me bulking at it or if it's really time to just fledge, (laughs) to fly. Yeah. So in this place, right, like I feel the tenderness and the newness of what you're bringing forward and I feel the excitement and the potential and the possibility of it. And in that place, it can be very confusing. Like, what is my guidance calling me to pause, to wait, to do this next thing, to wait for the path to unfold? And then what about that is me hiding? So what do you know about the ways that you hide? I love minutia, which is something I've been working on a lot, is just making busy work for myself. Part of what I've done is I've, I generate this list of things that I need to do. And then none of it is necessarily the creativity stuff, the creating wisdom out of my knowledge and my spiritual practice. A lot of bulkiness there as far as I need to change my list. <laughs> to accommodate for that. I need to just do it when I say I'm supposed to do it during the day. 
and I haven't been. And so that's kind of another place where I'm at this point, I'm like, I need to just start doing this stuff. I feel like. What's stopping you? Being too big, not being able to house all the giant feelings and not being able to house spirit, I guess. Help me understand that a little deeper, please. So people that know me will say I am dynamic and I am have a bazillion interests and I just go big or go home. And a lot of times when I'm in these spaces, I do feel like I am so expanded and in a good way. But it's almost more than this one human body can hold, if that makes sense. Yeah, I'm looking to connect the dots, right? Of So you have this stepping forward that you want to do and being bigger. And then there's this other side, right, that is already going big, that people see you as charging ahead and doing the things. And yet there is a disconnect between the two because this bigger part can show up in some places, but here you are getting caught in the minutia of the lists. And so it's like there's these two parts of you, the one that already knows how to go big, and yet the one that is getting caught in the details and is really looking at the thing and can't take the steps forward. Yes. What makes one part show up sometimes and the other one show up sometimes? Well, like uh, being more theatrical, comedic on, that is, I think that's just ways that society will accept that. And the ways that I am fixing to grow big are a little less accepted. It's getting better, but you always run into the people that want to make you into a bad person for doing this. And I do also believe that in a past life or in a ancestor lifetime that there was persecution for the same kinds of skills that I have. Yeah, that's a really big human wound and woman wound that we are sitting in as women healers in today's world, for sure. So you are bumping up against that. That's inevitable on this path. (laughs) (laughs) So the word that's dropping in for you is identity. So how I see it playing out through your words is you've created an identity that is about going bigger, is about being more on stage, theatrical. Look, I can do this. And showing up for that, right? Like there's truth in that. I'm not negating that identity. It's a very valid, valuable part of you. Yet the way I see it is that you created that identity from the wounding of lack of control and feeling into these places of fear and overwhelm. And the way that you compensated for those, right, with this big bear claw clamped around your heart is that you're like, all right, I'm just going to show up big and I'm going to do it and I'm going to make a big show of it. And it's really served you well. And now (laughs) you're trying to show up counterculture, 
which is the opposite direction. Like I see you now turning to face the other way. And this identity that worked so well in the mainstream is falling apart because it can't hold up in the truth of the path that you're taking because it's really not the truth of who you are. Mm-hmm. How does that land when I say that? Yeah, it's definitely a new perspective how to navigate my world because I don't recognize myself a lot in, in this new world as well. So I'm trying to be very comfortable with that at the same time. Definitely feeling that my identity is is not what it was and it's not where it's going yet. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> yeah, well, this is really a beautiful place that you're at because what I've experienced on the path is that there's a part of us, right, that's looking to be closer to spirit, to really do the work of spirit in the world and to really know spirit. Is that true for you? Yes, absolutely. Yeah, and so all of the conditioning and the stories that we live inside, spirit cannot come to us when we live inside of those stories. We're too protected. We're too in the illusion. And then we start on the journey and all of the spirit conditioning, the patterns, the stories, the illusions, they have to fall away because we are the one that has to change. We are the one that has to go up to spirit. Spirit cannot come down to us when we're so entrenched. So we start the process of the shedding and we start getting lighter and we start moving more towards spirit. And what happens in that is that our entire identity shatters and changes. It just has to. It's part of the process. And the fact that you are feeling this so strongly is really a beautiful sign that you are on the path getting close. Yeah. Right? Like, it's it's a confirmation. Yeah, I totally feel that. And yeah, I just, now that all of this momentum is starting to build in, I just don't know what to do with it all. And like I said, I've been so self-absorbed and listening to guides, but I haven't really gotten to know who they are because I've been so concerned about what they're telling me and executing it, right? (laughs) I'm not sure what the natural next course and flow is, but I feel called to get to know my guides more. Mm -hmm. Well, what's dropping in, right, is this idea that you do know your guides. If you are showing up and listening and executing what they're saying, you know them. There's a level of trust there for you to be able to walk that path. And then I think what happens, right, is we put our human take and frame around what it needs to look like. Like, oh, I need to know their name. I need to be able to see them. I need to be able to like do it like the human way. When in reality, you're bypassing that and you're already deeply connected to them. It's a different language. It's a different way of being with them. Right. I like that. Yeah. So much to learn. (laughs) (laughs) Always. (laughs) Always, always. I think that's the path, right? Where it's the path of the learner. Mm -hmm. I don't think there is an end to the learning. No, there's not. Yeah, I've always found that the more I know, it seems like the less I know. Yes, the more questions I have. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Where do you want to take this from here in related to your question and what you came here hoping to find? 
I guess in my heart of hearts, if I could get one question answered, I guess it would be, is it finally time for me to move with the discernment that I have developed? Is it okay now to really start moving on this stuff or am I going to get another initiation thrown up? And like I said, they've all been fairly good initiations, but they've just been very intense. <laughs> so <laughs> I guess I just, I, I'm afraid to get started and then have it all kind of have to come to another halt again. So the answer is yes, it's time to move forward. <laughs> and, <laughs> and the wisdom that comes with that, that, hold on, I'm just getting the right words for you. <laughs> It's less about, is it the time? Because the time is always now. It's yes, move forward. And what it's about is recognizing that your initiations are actually part of the path. They are the reason it's a yes. That it's not going to be one or the other. <laughs> that yes, there's going to be more initiations, probably for the rest of your life. They're going to be different. They're not going to maybe be so drag out, kick you to the curb kind of things, but they are the way we transform. And being on this journey means that you're showing up for the initiations and you're also recognizing that they are actually the very thing that you need in order to make it to the next place. So don't wish them away. Like say, heck yes, here's another one. Oh my gosh, bring it on because I'm moving forward. This means I'm up leveling. This means something new and magical is happening. It's shifting your perspective about what the initiations are. They're gifts. So many gifts. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like I need a break, but that's not in my style, I guess, to look up and say stop for a while. But yeah, yeah, I definitely do know that they are gifts. Yeah, and that's the medicine of the North, right? Hummingbird medicine. That she takes the epic journey and she doesn't stop and ask, do I have enough money? What will my kids think? Where will I find food, money? She just hears the call and off she goes and she lets spirit work out the details. So it's really being connected to that gift. What I've experienced is that it's not about less things happening to you. It's the way that you're meeting the things. We do this work. We clear all the conditioning and the stories so that we have more wholeness, more resilience, more ability to walk through the challenge, to walk through the initiation and not be so we're still changed by it, but we're not torn apart by it any longer because we have the tools and we have the resources to walk through it differently. I agree. That makes a lot of sense. So what are you taking away from our call today? That I am validated in not questioning myself too deeply, not over planning and not very much trying to stay in flow and just validated that that is where I am supposed to be as long as I'm being discerning and doing the things that I have 
been taught to do over the last, especially 15 months. Yeah. And just learn how to fly. <laughs> For real. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'd love to say you already know how to fly. You just need to remember. Yes, exactly. <laughs> does this feel like an okay place to land today? It does. Thank you so much. Thank you for being here today and making your personal and spiritual growth a priority in your life. To learn more about connecting with your dreams and your intuition so that you can create a life full of possibilities, visit me at www.sarahnoble.com and see how we can create magic together. A big thank you from my heart to yours for making the planet a better place for us all.